what's up what's happening what's going on it's your boy andrew hamer aka guru Haim, aka guru up aka guru drew call me what you want just don't call me for fronts this is the young ogs 2019 mock draft 1.0 i'm actually here by myself today my partners couldn't make it but we had to get one in it's only right we did it last year um the picks we're going to be talking about today, we're only going 1 through 10. I'm going to go through a couple other players that I do like. Um, before I start the podcast, this is a sports podcast, not just a football-only podcast. We'll be talking about fantasy football, basketball, um, things that are important to the culture, a little bit of everything. So with that being said, I want to start the podcast off with Dame Dollar, Dame Lillard, it's a bad dude, man. Last night, he put the thunder out of his misery. Capped the game off with a 37-foot three-point shot. Ended the game with 50. It, it was crazy. I would like to say I've never seen anything like that before, but Steph Curry's done something real similar. Not to take anything away from Dame, but that was amazing. Watched with my pops. Um, I was actually hoping for a game six, just the way the series has been going. Uh, it was a crazy ending, crazy game, really good series. Um, Sayonara, Thunder. I'll see you guys later. Dame's a killer. And I don't know, the Blazers sound like they're starting to make some noise. We'll see the, what they can do next round. They got a couple of days off. But I had to throw that out there. It's on my mind. It's on everybody's timeline right now. That boy beast. But getting to the draft, um, this is my mock draft. Um, everybody's doing I follow a lot of football. I follow a lot of analysts. Um, sometimes they're right, sometimes they're wrong. I figure I'll do my own. If you don't like it, you do your own. But um, start off with pick one. Uh, got the Arizona Arizona Cardinals on the clock. And um, there's been a lot of speculation this week. They say they don't want Kyler Murray. This, this, and that. I mean, if anybody's smart, anybody follows the draft, you don't listen to anything that's been said the week of the draft. You listen to everything before that, but the week of the draft, trying to throw people off. A lot of smoke screens going on. So my first pick, I got the Cardinals picking Kyler Murray from Oklahoma. Heisman winner. Now, currently, they do have Josh Rosen still on the roster. It's looking shaky. I don't know what type of leverage they have or as far as trading them. But... This Cliff Kingsbury first year as the head coach. Um, they fired their last uh, coach after one year, so it seems like they found their man. Um, way back in September, Cliff said before he had the job, he was still at Texas Tech, that he wanted Kyler Murray, or he would take Kyler Murray if he had the number one pick over anybody. And what do you know? He gets hired by the team that has the number one pick. Now, I've heard that the Jets wanted him. He was interested. Um, he told them if they let him leave and he goes to Arizona, he might not be coming back. And kind of already had his mind made up on where he wanted to go and what he wanted to build with. My opinion, he has one shot to get this right, as we see from the last um, coach. And, um, I mean, he runs an air raid offense. I don't know if you guys are watching the uh, Big 12 football or um, any Texas Tech football, but he's going to spread it out, man. Um, 
I mean, he played against Kyler. He's familiar with him. Um, he see what Kyler did to Texas Tech and his team. With that being said, Cliff Kingsbury, he's supposed to be one of these new gurus. Um, something like Sean McVay has strong ties to him. And they're looking for the new NFL. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with him going to get his guy. I know they drafted a, a quarterback last year. So you're wasting two, not wasting, you're spending two first-round picks on quarterbacks. Um, I mean, but he's going to go get his guy. You can never have too many quarterbacks, in my opinion. Um, Kyler is small in stature. So, I mean, you never know what's going to happen. They can keep Rose on the roster. They can trade him. I said way back when, when they got the first pick, that Josh Rosen would be really well-suited in New York. The Giants have two first-round picks. Dave Gettleman's been on record saying multiple times, backing Eli, and that they're picking for talent. They're picking for needs. They don't think the quarterback's a need. So, in my opinion, it would be smart for the Giants going to throw a third or a fourth. I don't know what the trade conversation is looking like for Rosen right now. Going to throw a third or a fourth. Get your quarterback for the future. You don't got to rush Eli off the field, especially after Rosen. That, that, that's the leverage that any other team has. I believe Rosen's stats, he had 11 touchdowns, 14 interceptions, started about 14 games. Didn't play too well. Um, have him sit behind Eli Manning for another year or however long they want. And then, I mean, everybody gets happy. Cards get compensation back. Um, and they got their quarterback for the future. So that's why I think the card's going with the number one pick. Um, as far as the number two pick, got the 49ers on the clock. Uh, it's a no-brainer. I think he's one of the best players in the draft. I uh, might be biased, being an Ohio State fan. But uh, Nick Bosa, um, he's a monster. High motor, just like his brother. Uh, some people are comparing him. I mean, saying that he might be a better prospect than his brother. Um, my comparison form for the league kind of reminds me of Chris Long. What Chris Long was doing at uh, Virginia before he got drafted number two to my Rams. Um, real similar player. A little bit smaller than his brother. Um, but they both got high motors, man. Um, you can't have enough pass rushers in the NFL. So I don't think you go wrong with this pick. My only thing against this pick would be that the Niners drafted, that will be the fourth defensive lineman the Niners drafted in the last five years. I believe they started with Eric Armstead, then they got DeForest Buckner, who's actually been playing well as of recent, but then they spent a pick on Solomon Thomas. I really haven't heard his name since the draft. I watched some 49ers football being a Rams fan. Them playing in the NFC West. But like I said, you never have enough uh, pass rushers. You never have enough D linemen. So that will be four first round D linemen they have on their roster, currently under contract. Um, I mean, at this point, number two, you can pick anywhere you want. They don't need a defensive lineman. But I mean, you got to grab the best player. And right now, I think Nick Bosa is the best player. So the 49ers will grab him at number two. At number three. We have the Jets on the clock, and um, they already have their quarterback for the future, Sam Darnold. I actually think he had a solid rookie season. Um, I'm on record last year saying that I think he was one of the best players. So they're looking to definitely just to better their team. They spent a lot of money in the offseason on defense. 
grabbing CJ Mosley. Their DBs are solid. Um, I believe they want to build inside out. Um, right now, you have two players that can be put in the spot. Quinn Williams from Alabama or Josh Allen. And let me tell you, I was not big on Josh Allen. I've seen a lot of hype about him. Uh, I, I, to be honest, I didn't do my homework right away. You know what I mean? Um, I went back, watched some film, watched some tape. Um, he's a lot bigger than what I expected. Um, a 3-4 outside pass rusher. Now, he could play the 4-3 outside in, but I definitely think he'll be better with more linemen on the inside, giving him one-on-ones. Um, he's a speedy guy. Definitely a speedster. I didn't see too many moves. Um, he can definitely dip, though. He has speed. He gets a tackle, dip right under him. Um, I mean, he, he had a lot of sacks last year when no one touched him. I mean, that's what type of... Uh, talent he is a player comparison he actually reminds me of Robert Quinn how Robert Quinn was when he coming out of UNC and then at a young age uh became a very good pastor very quick um he had that same similar characteristics um a little bit thinner quick though and uh, he could dip his shoulder better than almost anybody in the league so I definitely think the Jets should be going with Josh Allen like I said you can't go wrong you get Quinn Williams or Josh Allen uh, right now, I think that would help that pass rush. They spent the first rounder on Leonard Williams a couple of years ago, so they could beef up the inside of the line. But, I mean, pass rushers come at a premium in this league. I think the Jets are definitely trying to get that defense back in order. So I got the Jets taking Josh Allen with the number three pick. Number four, John Gruden and the Raiders are on the clock. Now, this is, this is the reason why I have this draft on this way. Um, honestly, in a lot of mock drafts, you look out, the top five is really, uh, a cons- they're all consensus. Everybody got the same players in the top five. Some of them switch them around a little bit. Um, I think it would be better for the Raiders to grab Quinnen Williams than Josh Allen. I don't know why. I just think I can see that working out better. He's a solid D-tackle, to be honest, since they butchered their team. I don't know who plays defensive line for the Raiders. Um, but like I said, you can never have enough good linemen. He ran a 4 8 3, 40, 300 some pounds, three and some change. Um, he's disruptive. He's a good pass rusher as well as a good run stopper. I mean, you just can't miss with this pick. They have two other first rounders if they wanted to keep going defense or go offense. Um, I mean, you got to make a cornerstone your team just signed two linebackers Vontez Burfick and Brandon Marshall he paid big money for LaMarcus Joyner on the back end keep adding that defense um you gotta play against the Chiefs you gotta play against the Chargers um Broncos are alright but I mean that division is definitely getting better so you need some defenders to uh stick in the game they added on offense with Crowell Antonio Brown Tyrell, Tyrell Williams um Go and fire up that line. Now, they definitely need offensive line help as well. But there's not an offensive lineman worth picking in the top five. Um, go and get Quentin Williams. A lot of people think he's the best player in the draft. Uh, former D lineman myself. I appreciate him. A surefire pick. Go and grab him. Now, number five. What the Bucks got going on? Um, they got Bruce Arians in town. Um, they also have a new defense coordinator. I definitely think that the offense is going to get together this year for the Bucs. Um, they always need defenders. I can't remember last time the Bucks defense was good, to be honest. It might have been back when Derrick Brooks and them were there back in 02. Um, go and grab Devin White. 
Now, Devin White from LSU, linebacker. He is my favorite player in the draft. Uh, I love the way he plays. He's fast. He's fast, fast, fast. Uh, once again, this is new NFL. The best part about it, he's not small, though. He's not the uh, 1980s, 1970s linebacker, but he's not small by any means. Six foot, 237. Uh, I believe he ran a 4-4 at the combine, which is ridiculous. Anybody 240 running a 4-4 at the combine is ridiculous. But he can play, too. It's not just fast. He can play. Uh, he can hit. He can tackle. He can blitz. Uh, very good. Sideline to sideline. Um, and from a lot of stuff that I've been reading and looking at, uh, he's a leader. A lot of people can compare him to Ray Lewis, which is a big comparison. As far as leadership on the field, um, the Bucks definitely need that. I believe they still got Levante David. They lost Quan Alexander. They're in need of a linebacker. Um, they drafted some defensive linemen as of recent. They can definitely use some corners and DBs as well. But, I mean, like I said, he's my favorite player in the draft. If other people didn't have needs like this, uh, he, I mean, he could easily be going higher than this. Um, player comparison, he honestly reminds me of Deion Jones from the Falcons. Um, similar in size, very, very rangy. They, they're everywhere on the field. Um, day one starter, he's going to be a eight, nine, ten year starter, depending on how his health goes. So, Devin White is my pick for the Bucks at number five. Number six, everybody's been talking about the Giants and what they're going to do if they need a quarterback. Um, Dave Gettleman been on record saying that they don't need a quarterback he's back in Eli now I would love for them to grab a quarterback I hate Eli Manning I don't hate him I respect him I, I don't like watching him play I personally thought out of Ole Miss he was overrated I didn't think he could throw very well not like how the other NFL quarterbacks could but I mean he's proved me wrong two Super Bowl rings I still think he's a bum um so the number six pick, Dave Gettleman said he wants to go with needs and talent. Now, right now, that defense is looking shaky. They lost some pieces. Um, a lot of people have a lot of different people in this position. My favorite is actually Devin Bush, linebacker from Michigan. Um, I think he would be perfect on that defense. He would be perfect on the defense. He could honestly play in their 4-3 scheme. They got Ogletree already at middle linebacker. They can move Devin Bush to middle linebacker, move Ogletree to the outside, or vice versa. Um, he can play anywhere on the field. Now, he also ran a 4-4-2, I believe. Fast, fast, and he's a thumper. Now, he can cover because of his speed, but this guy's a football player. He's smart, uh, and he's a hitter. He's a hitter. He's ready for um, definitely ready for the league. A lot of people talk about um, SEC ACC uh, players and how they translate to the league. I'm personally a favorite of Big Ten players only because Big Ten plays a lot of pro-style football. You got a little mixture in the SEC. You might be just get pounded the whole time. Pause. Or they, they might spread you out. Um, really, Ohio State is one of the only teams that uh, runs a spread in the Big Ten. So you see those players, linemen, linebackers, um, tight ends, quarterbacks they translate well to the nfl in my opinion because they're playing a lot of pro style offense a lot of uh 21 personnel things like that 22 um so he's seen it he's seen it all um i think he'll be a great pick right here like you said you can't miss 
They could definitely could go O-line, but, I mean, this is a better player than O-lineman. Um, they have another pick later on. They have a second and a third, so I think they should definitely go with defense um, and grab Devin Bush. He'd be a great player. You can't really miss with that player, in my opinion. Now, number seven with the Jaguars. Um, they just got Nick Foles. They're not in the, uh, looking for a quarterback. Now, I personally think this team's very well. Um, they're one year removed from being maybe a quarter away from the Super Bowl. They got rid of their quarterback. Um, seems like Tom Coughlin's tightening up over there, trying to get a good culture. Um, now, you just lost, lost Malik Jackson. They're always picking up defensive players. Um, I mean, that's the heart and soul of their team. That That's how the teams ran. Um, now, this is actually my second favorite player in the draft. Once again, being a former D-lineman, former three-tech, I think if the Jaguars grab Ed Oliver right here, um, it'll be a perfect pick, pick for him. Adding some more talent to the already talented defense. Um, he has one of the best pro days I've seen. If you guys ain't seen it before the season, doesn't even matter if it's before the draft. Before the season, go look up Ed Oliver's um, pro day. He did not work out at the Combine. His pro day was amazing, to be honest with you. He showed, he showed power, but at the same time, he's very quick. Quick. He has feet like a linebacker. How quick his feet are. Um, I believe at the next level, if they put him in the right position, um, at the, I believe the Jaguars do run a 4-3. So if they put him at the 3-tech um, and get him some one-on-ones, I believe he could be very, very dominant. It's going to take some time. He needs to get better with his hands. Um, a lot of people have Aaron Donald comparisons. That's steep. We got to see him play. He did play in Houston. Houston has been playing good football the last couple of years. Um, but he's a monster. Like I said, so my second favorite player in the draft, as far as just me personally. Um, Jaguars grab Ed Oliver with the seventh pick. Now, we got the Lions at number eight on the clock. Now, as well as the Jets, I think this is a good trade position. Lions, um, they, they need a lot. I mean, they can honestly go anywhere. There's not a player that they need at this position that they can't get at maybe 12 or 14. Um, so this is where I think the Redskins could be jumping up. I think the Dolphins are going to be jumping up. Watch for that on draft day. They're, they will comp- be competing with each other to get into maybe that top 10 to grab their quarterback of the future. Um, the Lions can definitely use more players. Maybe they grab a couple more picks in the later rounds. Get some more players, some quality players. Um, I'm just throwing that scenario out there. Now, my mock, I don't have a trade going on. So, at this point, I think the Lions should definitely grab C.J. Hawkinson. I like him a lot. Um, once again, he came from the Big Ten. He can be in line, tight end. He can block very well. Um, he runs very good routes, very, very good routes. Um, but you can, you can split them out too. So you can be a mismatch with DBs or linebackers. Um, you got a complete player, a blocker. I'm not very big on taking tight ends early, especially in the first round. If you look at recent years, tight ends taken, um, they never seem to pan out. Simply become role players. Uh, Eric Ebron was taken early, and he had a decent first season. He kind of fell off the wagon for the Lions uh, last couple years. But you put him in a new system, he started playing well. I mean, he's in year five. That's how long it took them to really get to that level. 
Um, I think CJ Hawkinson is going to be a little bit different. I think he's going to be more treated a little bit like Evan Ingram. Um, they're going to get him involved instantly. From my knowledge, I don't believe the uh, Lions have a tight end or a tight end worth starting him over. So CJ Hawkinson will be my eighth pick. I actually think that him and Matt Stafford can grow together. And um, I mean, he can become one of his favorite targets, my opinion. nine pick we have the Buffalo Bills on the clock and at first I was looking at Sean McDermott when he got hired and then he got rid of Tyrod Taylor and a couple of their other good players and then he started Nathan Peterman and I was thinking man this guy doesn't know what he's doing but um they're actually drafting well Josh Allen was a very good pick they got Tremaine Edmonds in the second round um so they got quarterbacks for both sides of the ball quarterback for their defense and their offense uh, at this point, I think it's uh, important to protect protect your investment. Um, and I think they should grab Jawan Taylor from Florida. Now, I'm not very big on SEC linemen. Um, like I said, you got a lot of talent down there. Um, you, you got bigger athletic guys, but because they're athletic doesn't mean they can block. My personal opinion, he's the best lineman. But... The only reason why I have a problem with it was because we took Greg Robinson from Auburn. 2014 draft with the number two pick. When I say we, I'm talking about this St. Louis Rams, L.A. Rams. Now, we passed up on Odo Beckham, Sammy Watkins, Jarvis Landry, Mike Evans, and most importantly, Khalil Mack for this player. Similar... It's a real similar Jawan Taylor. Big, has upside. They they think they can teach him, and they think they can make him into a good tackle. Um, right now, I think that's the best spot with all the players that have been taken, with the Bills that take an offensive tackle at nine. A safer pick, and you're definitely protecting your, your investment with Josh Allen. So, I think going Jawan Taylor, Florida, with the ninth pick. With the tenth pick, you have the Denver Broncos on the clock. They can use a little bit of everything at this point. They can definitely use a linebacker. Um, both Devin White and Devin Bush both got drafted already. That would have been a perfect fit for them. They can use a tight end. CJ Hawkinson is already drafted. Um, so, in my opinion, John Elway's first couple uh, choices are already off the board. Um, they recently traded for Joe Flacco. I believe he's on a contract just for this season. He's on a contract for the next season as well, but there's no guaranteed money. Um, this is the perfect time to grab my boy Dwayne Haskins from Ohio State, the Ohio State University. Uh, and I'm, I like to be honest. I give my honest opinion. So Haskins was a little bit different quarterback than what Ohio State's used to. And it honestly took them a couple weeks to figure out how they wanted to use him. Um, they tried to run him a little bit in the beginning of the year. I mean, they, they knew he wasn't a runner. He knows he's not a runner. Now, he's a pure pocket passer. Um, one-year starter. So if you look at the numbers, he really started to light it up more towards the end of the season. He was getting comfortable. Um, he definitely, they definitely had some wide receivers out there too. So they had some talent around him. 
Um, I think it would be perfect for the Broncos to go grab him. Pick 10. Let him sit behind Flacco for a year. Um, perfect situation. You got John Elway to mentor you. Um, I'm just hoping if they do pick Dwayne Haskins, that it's not a miss. They've been picking a lot of quarterbacks in the last couple of years. Uh, they haven't found one. Um, I mean, I think that's one thing that's really going to save John Elway's job entirely is to get a solid quarterback. Uh, people aren't happy with the Joe Flacco um, trade and how Joe Flacco's the starter for the Broncos. I think they're looking for something new. Um, he's more of a bridge quarterback, a bigger guy as well, just like Haskins. Uh, Haskins going to learn a lot from him. So I got the Denver Broncos grabbing Dwayne Haskins with the 10th pick. So that's wrapping it up for the top 10 mock draft. There it is. Um, I could be wrong. I could be right. You never know. Um, these are just my opinions, honestly. Um, but I did want to move on to a couple other players that I did a little bit of scouting on. Um, names that pop up. Um, so I'm just going to give you a breakdown on what I've seen from the players and uh, similar team fits, maybe, that they can grab. First, I want to talk about DK Metcalf. Um, now, this guy's a monster. Monster, monster. Um, he was going viral a couple weeks ago just with a couple of the weight room picks and the before and after pictures from him getting to Ole Miss. Um, Ole Miss has a crazy receiver class with him and A.J. Brown. Um, okay, for starters, DK ran a 4-3-3 at the combine. Uh, I don't believe he did any catching uh, workouts, but... I mean, he's an automatic house call. Um, now he didn't test. He didn't test his three cone drill and the five ten five. Those weren't uh, very good measurables for him. I mean, he's a big guy. Um, I think he's around two twenty six three six four. Um, so he, he's a prototypical wide receiver. He's shredded, but um, he's not as quick. Um, a lot of the film I was watching highlights. Uh, there's a lot of house calls. He likes to go deep. Um, now, he's quick off the line. His footwork off the line is very quick. He knows how to um, bait his defenders to set him up, and he knows how to stack them. He knows how to get on top of his receivers, and with 4 3 3 speed at 6'3, 220, 230, um, he's going to be hard to catch. Um, I would honestly like to see him go to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like I got a pick 24, uh, somewhere around there. Um, they got to replace AB. They got Juju as well. They had James Washington coming up. Vance McDonald's going to be very well. Um, now, the Steelers don't usually take receivers in the first round. Steelers take receivers in the third, fourth, fifth round and turn them into first rounders. Um, right now, they don't have a ton of needs. They could definitely use another linebacker and they could definitely use another DB. But right now, I think you just automatically replace AB. Now, I'm not saying he is AB by any means, but you got another receiver in there. Take a little pressure off that boy Juju. Um, I think DK Metcalf would be a nice, um, nice spot there. Um, I mentioned AJ Brown before. They both played on Ole Miss. Now AJ Brown's numbers a little bit better. Um, he's definitely was a little bit more healthy than DK. DK missed missed some games due to injury, but um, I think AJ Brown would be a great fit. Um, maybe for the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, more of a, a possession guy. He's a possession guy. He's a little bit bigger guy too, 6'2", 6'3", but um, he's deceptively quick. Now, he's, he's deceptively quick. Um, he can make some guys miss. 
uh, but he's not fast. But um, I mean, somehow, I mean, I can't say he's not fast, faster than me. But uh, I mean, on tape compared to other receivers uh, that I looked at and that we're going to talk about, he's not that fast. Um, but I mean, he, he made some house calls as well. Not so much deep passes. A lot of DK stuff was deep passes and him just getting behind the defenders. AJ Brown's maybe catching a 30 yard pass and taking another 20, 30 yards. Um, he has great hands. He knows how to use his body. He really reminds me of Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, he played real similar to Alshon when Alshon did when he was in South Carolina. Uh, be looking out for AJ Brown for sure. Um, another receiver that I looked at, uh, uh, he's one of my favorites as well. I was a little bit late to the party on him. Uh, I'm talking about Marquise Hollywood Brown. Um, now, this dude has burners. He has straight burners. Now, he, he will be, in my opinion, what John Ross was supposed to be. He's 5'10", 168. That might turn some teams off, but like I said, we're in a new NFL. He honestly reminds me of Deshaun Jackson Tyreek Hill, like a mixture of both of those guys. Uh, Tyreek Hill is a little bit smaller than him. He probably weighs a little bit more, but uh, as far as height, was. um talking about Deshaun and Tyree when, when they run a lot of routes it's not a lot of arm movement and arm fighting and stuff like that I mean these guys are running running free because the DB just hoping to stay on his heels so uh Hollywood has a lot of that man um he did play with the Heisman winner Kyler Murray um and Kyler made sure he found him a lot man um now I think the Ravens would be a good spot for him as well. Um, Lamar Jackson has a big arm. I think they're going to let it loose this year. If they can grab A.J. Brown or Hollywood Brown, um, I think that would be a good look. I've heard someone say that it's going to be tough to get free agent wide receivers to come to Baltimore because they're running an option run offense and things like that. I think the Ravens are going to open it up here in the next year or so. And um, they're going to, I mean, they're going to start playing college ball. It's going to be high flying, a lot of trickery, a lot of speed on the field. And they're still going to play defense. They're, they're going to run the ball for sure. Um, one guy I liked, uh, Montez Sweat out of Mississippi State. Um, this guy ran like a 4440. He's like over 260 pounds, 260 pounds. Um, he's nice, man. Uh, he's nice off the edge. Now, he can play either a 3-4, I like to see him play a... a 3-4 outside linebacker, just a rusher. Uh, with that speed, you actually drop him too. Now, as said, uh, he has a heart condition. I guess they found that out at the combine. Um, some people say his stock's dropping. Um, in my personal opinion, for players like him, for his stock to drop, his money will drop, but his production will increase and he will get a big contract, especially being an outside pass rusher. Uh, so if he drops anywhere between 10 and 20, um, a lot of people have him in the top 10, but if he drops anywhere between 10 and 20, you get closer to 20, you're talking about playoff teams, you can add a dominant elite pass rusher with speed. Um, I think that would be awesome. Uh, one more person I'd like to talk about is Drew Locke. We already spoke on a couple quarterbacks earlier. Now, Drew Locke, coming into the 2019 season, uh, had a lot of hype. Uh, a lot of people think he could have got drafted early last year. Um, came back for another year of school. Um, I think his stock dropped a little bit. I watched some film. He has the size, athleticism to play in the new NFL. That They ran the read option a little bit. Mizzou now playing the SEC. Um, but he has a great touch. He has great touch and awareness of where he needs to put the ball at. Um, he has an NFL arm. He can make the throws. Good size. Um now, this is going to be another quarterback. He's going to drop a little bit, but he's 
probably going to be a, a successor to one of these other teams. Um, maybe he falls to the end of the first round and the Patriots grab him and sit him behind and do exactly what they did with Garoppolo and just see what he can do. Um, the Giants can take him in the first round with the 17th pick. That would be good luck. Uh, Miami or Miami or the Redskins might take him. In that situation, I think he would honestly sit behind um, Ryan Fitzpatrick or Case Keenum. Not even the whole season. Sit behind him, training camp, run with the twos. Maybe within game six, seven, eight. You know what I mean? See what you got with them. Um, I mean, I think he could be a potential player, a uh, very good player in the future. Um, almost like a red shirt. He's going to be a red shirt rookie. But coming into the following years, I mean, he could be a franchise quarterback. So that, that's all I got for you guys. I just throw some names out there. Once again, I did my mock draft, 1 through 10, Young OGs. Um, be looking out for more content. Um, football season right around the corner. We'll talk a little bit more on free agency and teams that actually got better in the offseason and teams that got worse. Uh, tons of info coming. More on the NBA playoffs, football, culture, all that. On the end of the podcast, but saying rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle. And um, not only uh, Nipsey, all of our fallen soldiers, uh, we should definitely just pay more respect while they're on earth. Um, because these people are living with the cause. So definitely uh, shout someone out. Show some love. Um, show appreciation for the people doing things around you. You feel me? But um, that's all I got to say. It's my mock draft. It's dropping today. 24 hours before the draft. Go and check it out. Uh, be checking out for more media content. Thanks, y'all.